This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. All right, folks. 5-0 and oh as a professional fighter. Fighting out of South Africa. Coming all the way to Vegas for Dana White's Contender Series Week 5. Please welcome Cameron Simon. Cameron, my man, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Vegas is insane, so uh, the feeling is great. It's great to be here. <laughs> of course, man. Thanks for coming on. I know you got a lot on your, uh, lot on your mind, a lot on your plate. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to ask, you're, uh, you're in Vegas already? You're out of South Africa? Yes, yeah. So we flew out uh, probably about six days ago. Yeah, and it was like a 24-hour flight we went to new york had a layover and then from new york to vegas it's the first time i've ever flown that far first time in the states as well so it's it's really fun i'm i'm very grateful to be here um yeah so we've been here a few days in vegas it's absolutely insane so we've been having a great experience yeah man that's a that's a long flight i've never done anything that long so what's your uh, what's your first impression of the states i mean you've only been to new york and vegas you're you haven't seen like any farmland beautiful area yet but yeah. what are your impressions what are your thoughts just overall, actually, uh, one of the Uber drivers just asked me that as well, you know, and the, the people here are so nice and so friendly. It's, it's been absolutely amazing to, to you know, see the sights. Um, like in our country, it's, uh, you don't want to walk everywhere. I won't say that's the safest thing to do. Here, you, I feel very safe. We walk everywhere. We go to, you know, obviously you guys have some insane shopping malls and shops itself. So it's been really cool to, you know, go visit the places you see like in the movies quite a yeah. lot. So, like when I was a kid and stuff. And after the fight, I'm definitely going to uh, get some that Chick-fil-A, I think, and Kane and In-N-Out. Yeah, I think those are the top three ones I want to try. Um, and there's a bakery down, <laughs> down here in the lobby. And I'm going to have a lot of those eclairs i haven't had an like a eclair before so yeah. i'm gonna try stuff like that <laughs> be careful yeah. bro you're gonna be a heavyweight if you keep up the yeah. american diet yeah. <laughs> chick-fil-a is so good though man mm. okay. awesome. um so i mean like america's got its spots you don't want to walk around like in this some cities have like you know shitty areas um around yeah. me it's nice vegas is a nice spot so yeah. glad you're uh, glad you're enjoying the trip so far yeah. um so as i said you're from south africa i believe you train at team cit is this correct Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So how did uh, how did camp go over there? Like, who do you train with? Explain how that went. Yeah, camp went great. You know, Team CIT. I've 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 said it quite a lot in in especially like the interviews back back home. Um, you know, I that, I owe my career to to Coach Morne Fisser, who's our head coach, and Team CIT. You know, it's I don't think I would be in the position I am today if it wasn't for 
for Coach Mornay. Um, and he, he's an absolute mastermind of the sport. And we have a, a great band of brothers that work together, you know. So, you know, Dricus Duplessis is also a top, top middleweight. He's part of our team. He's really the guy that has paved the way for the rest of our guys. And not to mention then all, because we split our training sessions into like lighter guys. So about 80 kgs and under train together and then 80 and above train together. So we have, amazing guys like Nerik Samu, Stefan de la Rai, Anru, um, guys that are now fighting in the EFC there in, in our country, uh, which is an amazing promotion. And, you know, looking to, you know, break ground into the international stage. And um, I'm very glad that I can be part of that to not only put attention on my career, but also on my teammates, uh, because I think they deserve it as well. So you just mentioned Dracus Duplazis. I believe he is the first South African fighter in the UFC. Do you know if that's true? Uh, not the first one in the UFC, uh, in the UFC, but he's the first ranked. He's the okay. first ranked South African who, fighter. Who else was in so, the UFC before him? We we had, um, you know, like, I think the first one was Gareth McClellan. I think okay. he was the first one. And then we had Ruan Potts and Don Madge was there as well. JP Bass. Oh, uh, duh. J- I knew JP, duh. Yes. So, uh, but... Drakus is the first ranked right. South African, so I, he's been he's, on a tear, man. Yeah, he and he's been through an absolute war in his last fight, you know. Yeah. So I think that really made a statement for the rest of the middleweight division. So I'm excited to see what what they do for him in, in the next coming months, you know, because that's going to be crazy to see. So what would it mean to get into the UFC and represent your country as only it sounds like the fifth or sixth South African fighter in the UFC? It would mean the absolute world, you know. It's I'm I'm only 21 years old, but this has been almost a decade of hard work. I, I started mixed martial arts at the age of 12. Uh, I I really got obsessed with the sports, and I absolutely love it. Everything I do is revolved around that. We have a kids program where we teach kids martial arts. Uh, we have a podcast where we we chat about placing bets and martial arts in general, you know. So I've really been in love of this sport for so long. So being here is actually like, I I still say that to some of my coaches as well. Like I still need to pinch myself and be like, holy crap, we are, we are here. We are so close to making, making it into the UFC. And that's, that is really cool. And that just adds motivation to putting on a great performance. You know, we've had five, five wins, five fights, and uh, we have five performance bonuses to match that. So uh, I think, I really do think I have what it takes to to not only make it in the UFC, but also put on exciting fights and, and bring in viewers. So just to go show that uh, come Tuesday night is definitely the goal. And uh, yeah, we, we're going to look to capitalize on the opportunity. Yes, sir. And like you said, you've been doing it a long time, only 21 years old, but your first amateur fight was at 14. So I find that crazy. Props to you, man. Um, <laughs> last question here before we get into talking about the upcoming fight. More one last South Africa question. I've never been to South Africa. My fiance was there like ten years ago, but I have no idea what your country's like. Just give me a give me a little description. What what's what's your hometown? What's your country? What's your gym like? Just what's the atmosphere of your place compared to America? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's quite similar in, in in a lot of senses. You know, like we come from Pretoria, which is quite close to Johannesburg, that is quite uh, famous. Pretoria is a very um, I would say like family orientated city. There's like, like the area we in, in like Pretoria East and Pretoria Central and stuff. It's, it's a very nice place to live. 
Um, I I don't think I'll ever move. I think it like if my coaches and my team don't move, I, I think I'll stay there. You know, like it's really the only thing that's keeping me there is is my team and and my head coach. Uh, if they decide to move, I'll move as well. But I enjoy the the town so much it's it's very uh family orientated there's a lot of schools the the suburb is nice so and then when you go like further south if you go to like cape town which is obviously very famous right um it's it is an amazing city it has like it's dodgy parts as well which is not everywhere as, does yeah as as great but like cape town is absolutely amazing the views are great like trial running is quite a massive thing where we have like a bunch of nature reserves in Cape Town and where we stay as well. And we enjoy that quite, quite a lot. So um, yeah, I really can't complain about where, where I come from. The, the people are amazing, you know, like I, I'm Afrikaans, uh, proudly Afrikaans and the Afrikaans community is, is super friendly. They love their sport. They love partying. They love, you know, drinking and they love MMA. So it's really something that is also developed is the, the fandom around the sport of MMA because I think it's South African people, but especially Afrikaans people, they love fighting. So it, yeah. it is really catching up and uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah, man, just from pictures and what I've seen beautiful, I'd love to make it over there someday. Um, yeah. So let's talk about your fight. Now we just said four of your five wins are by finish. You have five performance bonuses. What sort of flair style flash can we can Dana expect to see in the octagon on Tuesday? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is just ferociousness. I think really, if you want to, if you want to make it in, especially in the UFC, you're going to have to be ferocious. You're going to have to come in with a lot of speed, a lot of power. We've been working on, you know, just sharpening up all the tools and being ready for a, a dog fight. And, uh, you know, like my opponent is, is very good. He's a very good stand-up fighter. He's a good counter striker, but we're not going to wait for him. Like he's going to wait for us. We're going to go in there. We're going to push the pace. We're going to go out there and show, show Dana that we, we deserve to be here. So, um, I, I want to be remembered for like, Oh shit, that, that just happened, you know, and, and that's really what I'm going to be looking to do. I want to have an, a scary performance. So that's, that's the goal. Love it. And you just mentioned your opponent, uh, Josh Wong Kim. I actually interviewed him yesterday. You're the two from this card that I interviewed. Uh, great guy. I've never actually interviewed two fighters from the same fight. So I'm hoping you both get that double knockout and both get a contract. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, what are your thoughts on Josh's opponent? Have you watched any tape on him? Yes, of course, I've watched tape. Um, yeah, like I said, a good stand-up fighter. He's very dynamic. He mixes up his, you know, his grappling and his stand-up very well. Uh, he's very creative. He is a over, you know, like most of the time he's a counter-striker, I would say. Uh, he's very patient, and that makes him a very good, very good fighter. So we are, overall, this is the perfect opponent for me, not only to show the UFC what I'm capable of, but also to show people that I... I can fight top level contenders. You know, he is, he is ranked quite highly because of how, how big and how impressive his amateur record was as well. So getting a win over that, that, that just add, adds motivation to finishing him. And we always look to finish fights. You know, my last, my first four fights were finishes. Uh, after my decision, when I watched the fight, I called my coach. I was like, shit, I could have finished that fight. Um, and I want to, I want to at least finish this one. I want to get that back. So uh, that just adds to the motivation. 
So you want the finish. Let me ask you here from if you were a third party spectator in the crowd, how would you envision this fight going down? How do you think it's going to play out? I think it's honestly, they, there's so many ways it can go, you know, because both of us are quite, are very well-rounded. Um, I think the fight can be finished anywhere. I think uh, especially like I can see it being finished on the ground. I can see us go toe-to-toe in a type of brawl. I can see someone get a takedown. I can see the grappling get very loose and dynamic and I can see him getting caught in something. So people rate his grappling very high and you know credit to him he, he has very good grappling and he's actually caught guys with some sneaky submissions mm-hmm. but i i do think that is the one thing that people underestimate is my grappling game and i haven't had a lot of chance to show that yet uh you know i fought sandila manangela who was not only a brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt but he was also for 12 years he was a pioneer for south african judo and we we met him in the center even though I was at the bottom, I was still landing majority of the strikes, taking control, finishing at the top at the end of rounds. So I, I would like to show more of that. But obviously, you know, it's contender series. I would like a good stand-up fight. I, I would say I am a stand-up fighter. So to meet him in the middle and go firing on the feet, I think that would be my ideal finish. I think it's a great fight. I love both your styles clashing together, fight of the night material, easy. Um, so I don't know how it works in South Africa. I don't know if there's casinos or sports betting or gambling. Do you partake in that at all? Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. So oh, cool. Actually, yeah. We have a, we have a podcast where we chat about, um, we chat quite a lot about, about bets and, awesome. uh, we, we usually bet like lunches, uh, uh, friends and I, uh, but we, we place bets as well, like parlays. We use MMA Play 365 as well. I use their stats to make like very, you know, um, educated bets sometimes. Uh, but uh, if I bet with my heart, I lose uh, money. So yeah. <laughs> I need to... <laughs> bet with I the wallet, to... not the heart. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, this upcoming UFC event I'm looking forward to, it's just, a very tough card to bet on so yeah i don't I'll, know yeah at the very end i'll ask you about your 278 picks so okay. think about that but for now okay. people are going to be able to bet on you for this fight uh yeah. there's no lines out yet i was reading something that it's looking like you might come in at like a plus 180 underdog or something like that forget about that i just want to ask what do you have to say to people that are going to throw money down on you um do you have like a prediction for them or even just like words of confidence what say you to those who want to throw money on you no prediction. I think uh, it's just, it's weird. Like sometimes we get like uh, a lot of messages saying like, I, I put this amount on you and I'm like, okay. I well, hate that dude. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's great. Uh, it's not going to make me fight harder because Good. you yeah. say you have money on me. You know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be looking for a finish. I, I am undefeated. I'm going to look to keep that good momentum going so if, if you want to place a bet on me that's great like if you don't that's great too <laughs> it's really one of those things like best of luck um please don't uh, bet your life savings that's really stupid because that happens quite a lot as well i get so many messages of that and then i'm like man that's that's just not nice to hear it doesn't really yeah. add pressure it's just like i'm worried for you now so yeah. <laughs> so yeah i think <laughs> In terms of that, if you want to bet on a win, I think that's a pretty safe bet. 
Love it. And yeah, you're in the king, you're in the king city right now of uh, gambling your life savings away in Vegas. So yeah, be careful (laughs) people. And yeah, don't message fighters saying you bet on them or, Hey, I lost $50 on you. Like that's so disrespectful. I would never do that. Like, yeah, that's my decision. it's so awkward. Like for me, it's awkward because I do I do not know what to say. Like I don't right. know what I should reply. I do not know what you want from me. So it's it is quite weird. <laughs> and then yeah. I feel very awkward. And then I would just like to walk away <laughs> or just ignore your message. Right? Ignore so, it. That's what I would yeah. say. Ignore that crap, man. Um, yeah. So let's fast forward here. You get the dub on uh, Tuesday. You're in the back talking to Laura Sanko. Dana's listening. What do you have to say? Well, the first thing I'm going to be doing uh, after, well, you're the first one that know that well has this information. The first <laughs> thing I'm going to be doing after fight night is I'm going to go to the PI. Uh, I want to go to the PI, not only because uh, I want to go do a session after, after my fights, after my win. I want to go there. I want to go talk to the people because that's going to be one of our new homes, you know, our home away from home so i want to go meet the people i want to see the facility i want to maybe do a small session in there before we go out and really experience the vegas strip so that's the first thing i'm going to be doing and that's the first thing i'm going to tell dana is i'm going to stay ready my weight is very close well not very close to fight weight we cut quite a lot of weight but i'm very disciplined not only in my training but my diet and my sleeping everything and we take this very seriously so if they want a short notice guy to step in on a card or if they want me to make my debut before the end of the year i'll be ready for that so i'm going to not only say that but i'm going to go show them after after the contender series fights i'm going to go to the pi Love it, dude. And uh, I read something this week. It said people on Dana White's Contender Series, 24 years or younger, win or lose, have like a 90% chance of fighting in the UFC. Like just because yeah. Dana, Dana yeah. likes the young guys, you know, whether it's going to be on a, a developmental contract or just like you said, a short notice replacement, or you get the win and he gives you the contract. Yeah. Your chances are high, my man. We're going to yeah. see in UFC very soon. Um, yeah. So speaking of UFC, do you have a potential UFC opponent in mind for like a debut? Anyone of interest you'd like to fight? No, not at all. That's a very good question. Um, I have no idea of who, who they would want me to face. Um, the, it would be, I think they would decide that depending on how the performance looks like now in this fight. I think if it goes to the ground, they will give me a stand-up opponent in my debut and vice versa. So it really depends on how, not how well we perform. We know we're going to perform well, well, but basically where the fight goes in this one. And uh, depending on that, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Plethora of talent, plenty of people. So don't you worry, they'll find you someone. It'll be a good time. Um, So let's fast forward even further here, like 10, 15, 20 years in the future. You're so young, maybe even 30 years in the future. You had the dream career that you've always wanted. It all went down how you envisioned, how you're planning, What did that look like? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That looked like... That's a very good question. I see a very... When I look back, I see a very like exciting career, exciting fights. I want to be remembered as someone, whether you win or lose... Uh, I want to be remembered as a guy that always showed up to put on explosive performances. I do honestly see a world title. I see even a double world title. I see that going up to featherweights without a doubt. At some stage, it's always been easy. My my body is getting at that point where uh, bantamweights is is still manageable, but in in a few years' time, it's gonna it's gonna be very hard to make bantamweight. So. We'll see what happens with the weight changes, but I can see two two world titles, and that's something I think. Like if you are not, if you are, if your dreams are not scaring you, like you have the wrong dreams. You know, you have to you have to start working towards the absolute best, and uh, that's how we that's our work ethic and training is to be the absolute best. That's something that my head coach Mornay Fisser always. In, instills in all these athletes and also you can see that in the guys we train with you know like there's everyone is working harder than the next so you're gonna have to work your ass off and you're gonna have to be very professional in whatever you do so seeing well two world titles that's that's for sure that i've had dreams about that visions i've had you know i've watched movies and i see myself in that position so it's that's that's a goal that's a dream we have not had a bantamweight and featherweight champion yet, so I would yeah. love to see it, my man. I've yeah. been a bantamweight featherweight champion in my UFC video game. That's my weight class, so again, again, I've got it there. But that's a great <laughs> division to play UFC in. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you'll be you'll be the first uh, in real life one. Um, okay. So we're talking about dreams here. Just two fun questions for you. Do you have a dream like fight of all time, whether it's a fictional fighter, a retired fighter, a current fighter, anybody you'd like to just get in the octagon against for shits and giggles? For shit, like any weight, yeah, yeah, just because Hasbula, I, 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 I would like to fight him. Like, <laughs> like, I think that's an easy fight. Firstly, I like winning a lot, and also he's so famous, so <laughs> that, that would be a fun one. No, I'm just, I'm okay. You make the money would, off that first like, round, KO. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think, like, I, I, I think I would absolutely get my ass kicked, but he's such a massive hero to, to sit, share the cage with him, like George St. Pierre. I think, um. Not only to to fight him, uh, to spar with him, but also just to I would like to spend a few days with him, sure. just pick his brain and um, learn from him. I'm I'm getting like chicken skin just thinking of it. Um, yeah. You know, just like really, he's one of the guys that really re- revolutionized being an absolute athlete. Not not only a in his time, it was just a brutal. Um, it wasn't considered a sport. He really took it to the next level when it comes to his preparation and his training and also his his willingness to try new things like new training methods, new diets, you know, stuff like that. So really spending uh, not a day, more like a week or a month, whatever, like whatever he gives me um, to spend with that and really pick his brain about that. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Love GSP. Yeah. I, I got him right up there. So. All right, okay. <laughs> um, cool. so dream fighter. Now let me ask you, what's your dream venue, your dream arena stadium to fight in anywhere in the world? Yeah, I, I think it has to be New York. You know, I think that's that New York. Yeah, I think that New York card is so iconic. Um, you have like the O2 arena, you have obviously, you have the T-Mobile here, you have all these arenas. Uh, it has to be between New York and then the DHL stadium in Cape Town. I think if we have a card in, in South Africa, even like the Times Square, I do not know if that will be big enough. Um, but I think you can fit like 12,000 people in there. Um, you know, like the Times Square Casino in Pretoria, in my hometown, yeah. that would be that would be insane. And I, I would love to headline that card or even like if my teammate Drickers head, headlines and I'm on that card, that's that's the absolute mecca. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that, the one. I mean, Dana's been talking about a UFC Africa for years. I have a feeling he'll end up building a whole freaking stadium to headline like Usman, Izzy, every yeah. UFC African star, but that would be so sick, man. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, in the near future, for sure. Yeah. So getting towards the end here, I got I got a few left for you, then I'll let you go. Um, just wanted to switch tones. I don't need to tell you this. You know this. You live this life. But for those watching who don't know, fighting is a ridiculously hard career. You know, it's physically demanding, mentally demanding. You have the highest of highs. You have the lowest of lows. And it's very isolating, a lot of people tell me. So I just want to ask you, when things get rough, whether it's um, after a bad day at training camp, after a loss, which you haven't had, um, even just late night thoughts in bed, doubting yourself, what keeps you going? What keeps you inspired and motivated? Good question. <laughs> um, I must say, it's like a, a massive part of it is the people that you surround yourself with. Uh, I think if you have mutually if you have friends and family and teammates and coaches that are, that, you know, are there for you. And even in, in the hard moments, you know, they will always be there for you. I think it makes situations like that much easier. Um, it's, it has always been a type of motivating factor for me that if something is, is hard, that in the end, if you push through it, you will, uh, you know, like we call it, you'll, you'll reap the reward of, of your hard work and of that uh, trials and tribulations, you know, like rock, rock bottom is a good foundation to build on. And I think, you know, like I've lost kickboxing fights as a kid and grappling and stuff like that. It's, I hate it. like losing fights is, I, I never want to have that feeling again. But because of that, I, I am in the position where I am now. I had to work harder. I, I had to play, pay closer attention to what I do every single day. And that is really something that, that has improved my life. Now, if you have like these, these terrible situations or stressful or stuff like this, like now, you know, going into the fight, it, it can be nerve wracking and you can, you can make the moment bigger than it is. You know, that's something I've talked on our podcast before. I've, I've had anxiety before fights as well. And um, being open and honest about it, uh, I think really helps a lot. Firstly, um, trying to hide, hide that fact is, is not going to, you're going to keep on feeling alone. Um, I've had a lot of supportive messages. South African fans are crazy. So ha having their messages of support and calls and everything has been, absolutely insane and just focusing and remembering who who is in your corner i think that that helps quite a lot 
Yeah, absolutely. Love that you got the support around you, man, and that you can tap into that. Um, so we've been talking fighting for what, like 20 minutes now. Let's get away from that. Let me just ask you, tell me about Cameron, the person, like, what do you do when you're not training, when you're not fighting? What are some of your interests, hobbies? How do you spend your time? <laughs> That's so funny because most of the stuff is fighting orientated, you know, like <laughs> a, a big passion of mine uh, is we have the little legends program in South Africa. Uh, we teach we teach martial arts to kids yeah. uh, so if i'm not training I, i'm teaching uh, I, I love that a lot like i said we have great hiking spots so doing like active rest sessions basically where we go hike uh, go walk I, I like that a lot i i enjoy that we in south africa have a thing called brying it's like barbecue but okay. just way better um, <laughs> much better it's like char- charcoal fires and you know, having that spending time with friends and family is always great, especially after a, a crazy week, you know, so just in, in that downtime it is awesome. And I, I really have a, a great passion for, for business oriented stuff. I, I like uh, what people call hustling, if you can call it that. Sure. I, I like keeping myself busy with, with different pro- projects, you know, and um, yeah, I think basically, who I am, that's, that's, that's who I am, you know, I, I enjoy what I'm doing, I'm, I enjoy my career, I enjoy my friends and family, I enjoy spending time with them, and, uh, you know, like, Pretoria is, is such a great city, uh, I'm happy and I'm, I'm content with what I have, I'm very grateful for that, and are we just working towards bettering that, which is, which is awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's great, man, so I, I believe I saw on your Instagram page, you holding a lot of guns. Did I see this correctly? You went shooting or something? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm a big gun guy. That's why I asked. Well, what was that about? Are you also a big gun guy? Uh, yeah. So I've been actually working with Bravo Tactical is, is the guys back in South Africa. They, they are very good. JC Lombracht is the guy we work with. Um, we've been uh, doing weapons training. So I, I enjoy stuff like over the weekends. I like to, to do stuff like that where I, I still better myself. And it's like educational courses and stuff. So um, I, I just bought my own Glock. Um, so I'm going to be carrying daily at some stage. What but, kind of Glock? Do you mind if I ask? Uh, a, a Glock 43X. That's what I carry smaller. every day, man. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, it's a little bit smaller just because of my build. Uh, to conceal that is much easier. And um, yeah, so we started those courses just because I was like, okay, before that, because I bought the I bought the Glock, and then I was like, okay, I've shot maybe twice uh, <laughs> before buying that Glock, uh, so I need to educate myself and uh, really, you know, threw myself in the deep end in terms of the courses that we then decided to do because it wasn't easy at, at all, and that has been so much fun. So doing that, we South Africans, especially Afrikaans guys, are very amid hunters they enjoy hunting a lot i love it and i actually eat all a game so that's awesome mostly you know i had a 12 week camp 10 of those weeks i ate wild game like almost constantly so your muscles uh, are just yeah (laughs) it's wild yeah so the only time i've been had game is when i'm here and uh so we're gonna have to find out how, how we can get wild game here as well. <laughs> but, you just got to come over to my house, bro. I got a freezer okay. full of it. Uh, okay, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we're settled. We scored. <laughs> yeah, you just got to so, come 20 hours out east and I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
we're gonna for sure check to see if we can't um, maybe get that year, especially in Vegas or whatever city we go to, uh, because I enjoy that quite a lot. Uh, and hunting is great. I think I'm gonna go hunt after the fight as well. Gonna take yeah. uh, like a week or two off, and I'm gonna go hunt. Yeah, that's that sounds like a plan. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, sounds great. And you can definitely get some good game out there in America. I don't know about yeah. Vegas or where you're at, but you can get some. Um, yeah. So. Is this my last question? This is my last question. We made it that far already. Um, the last question here, we brought it up earlier. I just want to ask you, UFC 278 tonight, Kamara Usman versus Leon Edwards. Who you got? You got any bets and picks for the card? <laughs> like I, I, saw, I saw a video of uh, uh, Leon Edwards, like uh, elbowing the tight pads and then finishing a kick. I was like, holy shit, this guy looks sharp. Like yeah. obviously he's fighting for a world title. You have to look sharp. But I was like, that looks very good. But it's so hard. Like I've I've betted against Kumaru, I've made that mistake because I'm a massive fan of Colby Covington, um, and that I think it's just one of those things like you cannot bet against you can't bet against him. So I think I'm going to go with Kumaru again, um, but I think it's not going to be an easy fight. I don't think it's going to be a walkover fight. I'm gonna I'll obviously bet on Kumaru and then I'll place a bet to say it's going to go past three rounds sure yeah Love it. i think that's that's my bet yeah <laughs> that's, i think that's a safe bet my big better than i is paulo costa and kamaro in a parlay at like minus 120 i think that's oh, awesome yeah that's but, that's great i think i'll, I'll i think i'll do that <laughs> i think i'll steal your idea <laughs> cash it. it's like up to minus 150 now but yeah you still cash it yeah um, yeah so before we get out of here really appreciate all the time again i just want to give you the opportunity take the mic away from me if you have anything to say to your friends your family your supporters there's going to be a lot of new eyes on you the mic is yours yeah i just want to say if you can if you're in the position to watch the fight please do uh i i would really appreciate the support i think it's going to be fight of the night come the contender series evening so i think that is really i i do not know the other guys but i do think that's our performance is going to stand out from the rest. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. My nickname is MSP. Uh, for some people, they know that as the most savage player. For our South African fans, that means something else. Uh, but yeah, MSP is going to showcase uh, a great a great set of skills come fight night. And I'm, I'm so happy to be in this position. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, I'm in. I appreciate you coming on. You got a lot on your plate. You got a lot on your mind. Big fight Tuesday against the twin dragon, Josh Wong Kim. You said it was what? MSP, Cameron MSP Simon? MSP, yeah. Beautiful <laughs> yeah. ring. Cameron yeah. MSP Simon taking on Josh Wong Kim Tuesday, August 23rd. Don't miss it. Dana White's Contender Series. Cameron, my man, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Cheers. Of course.